sky so high, nearly reached the sky. Then, like my dreams, they fade and die. Fortune's always hiding. <laughs> out Hey, Mel. Hey, Neil. So, hello, Cannibal Mm. listeners. Hello. A little different this week. It is Monday, Mm. February 22nd, and we had such a tough time doing our normal episode last night with dogs and kids kids and and just late and tired that it was just an epic fail. It was. So what we decided is this week we're going to try something new is we're going to record when we're still standing. We're we're going to record ourselves here and there during the week when we feel like talking and we have the energy to do it and there aren't dogs and kids interrupting us. Right. Which may might be this moment, possibly. Possibly. (laughs) While there's a dog coming over here. Right. So it's Monday. And we're just fitting this in in the middle of a work day here. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to share. Um, so this is how my night of sleep went. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not sure why it went this way. Because mm-hmm. I've had some great nights of sleep lately, Mel. Yeah. But for some reason, this is how my night of sleep went. Do I have anything to do with it? You have a... Well, let's let the countable listeners decide. <laughs> um so we're so oh yeah so let's add to this that lately i've been avoiding caffeine yeah and i've been sleeping like better than i have in a long time yeah and so i know that doesn't affect everyone like it does but apparently caffeine was affecting my sleep and i started to realize that i really wasn't sleeping that deeply right and lately last few weeks i've decapped my coffee avoided even like diet coke and gotten like ginger ale instead that doesn't have caffeine mm-hmm. yeah and i've slept great in fact i look forward to going to sleep because i actually sleep through the whole night and mm-hmm. i and i haven't needed naps lately true right so anyway let's go into last night okay it's 10 p.m i am so ready to go to sleep you're snoring and i fell asleep in about three and a half seconds yeah you were snoring right and so i'm on my side of the bed yeah. king size bed there's already dogs positioned on the bed i'm <laughs> right. used to this already right i said when we got dogs they will not sleep on the bed. You did. But they didn't listen to me. They didn't. <laughs> no. And you, no one listens to me. No. No. First of all, I said, we don't need to get dogs. Right. And we got a dog. We got dogs. I said, well, we only need one. We're like, we have three. <laughs> right. I'm like, well, <clears throat> they're not in our bedroom. Right. Totally in our bedroom. And I'm like, well, they're not on the bed. <laughs> they're all in our bed. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so uh, last night, happily fall asleep. Like one in the morning, he there are human toes that are like kind of moving and kind of tickling my toes. (laughs) And I say human toes just to point out that it wasn't one of the dogs. You sure? It wasn't trying? Yeah. And I don't think there was any other humans in the room. (laughs) So cannibal listeners, I think it was Mel. I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) But then I look over and so you're basically diagonal now. Of course. Instead of being... Uh, like aligned whatever. like right. normal people in a bed <laughs> uh, each like with their own lane right you're in my lane you like swimming you're in my lane yeah okay you're <laughs> you in my sh- lane you gotta share your lane sometimes <laughs> well not diagonally oh. does anyone swim diagonally across the lanes <laughs> no i hit them would you kick them out of the pool i would kick them out of the yes pool. but anyway and i look and i see that lucy has basically bullied you over mm-hmm. and you're diagonal okay. but still enough room for me to fall back asleep mm-hmm. and i go oh well this is just how it's going to be. <laughs> then it must have been about an hour later. I'm, I am sort of want to, I'm going to turn back toward your side, mm-hmm. back toward what, and I think I have room to sort of turn over from one side sleeping position to the flip over to the other side. And you are completely, <laughs> it's like the Berlin wall. You're like completely, I can't even, <clears throat> I can't even get over the hump of turning like oh. it's basically like i have about five inches of width oh, I'm so to deal sorry. with and you're just there and lucy is further over <laughs> and i look over you uh-huh. and i look over lucy and there's a beautiful 
spot, just empty, spacious. spacious bed over there. <laughs> but at this point, I've been woken up twice in an hour, mm -hmm. and I'm just like, I need to get out of this room. <laughs> Sorry. I need to get out of this room. And our son, one of our sons is away at college. There's a, there is a bed available in another room. Mm -hmm. And I go, this is only, I say, I, I could go to the open spot, but I feel like it's all just going to come back. And you're all just going to roll over toward me. Right. So I go to the other room, and I sleep blissfully till about... 530 mm -hmm. and then and then what happened at about 530 well I, I got up to take the dogs out to take Trey Trey and Lucy whined to get out mm -hmm. and they came into uh, Dave's room mm -hmm. and then they came back into my room our room and then they sh Trey shaking 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 so I finally get up and I take all three dogs mm -hmm. outside to the backyard mm -hmm. and then I come back Great. Mm -hmm. and so, then, that, so what does that have to do with me? I'm just sleeping in the other room, <laughs> blissfully. After getting woken up twice, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm really asleep. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling good. So what happened then? So then uh, Gina goes into the, your, the room, and Lucy kind of goes into your room, to Dave's room, and they kind of look at you, and then they come back out, and then I go in, and I, <laughs> and I check to see if you're breathing. Why? Because you didn't wake up, you weren't awake. And so, but I I am sleeping deeper because I'm not having a lot of caffeine. Money. So you were afraid what? That you were dead. <laughs> Why? Because you had caffeine earlier. Because yesterday we got coffee. We grabbed coffee and, and I and ordered caffeine. No, no, no I ordered no, no calf. No calf. But the but the poor. We think I got calf. Yes, I think you got calf. One think cup, and then then when you got your second cup, that was decaf. For sure. We, we think that because we, we said decaf about seven times we when did. we ordered it. And she she's like, not... got it, decaf, decaf. Right. And she gave she... me a cup of coffee right. and I confidently drank it like it was decaf. Right. And then it's we one of these to... where you can go back and refill. Right. And so there's two women working, right. the woman that had served us mm -hmm. and then another woman. Mm -hmm. So when I go back up with my refill, happily get another cup of decaf. Mm -hmm. The other woman goes, yeah. what can I help you with? And I go, oh, I just want to refill my decaf. She goes, sure. And I just leave the cup and she goes, and she starts <clears> to <throat> do things, but I feel like she's going to get to my cup in a second. Right. But I learned later what she was immediately going to like the Americano machine and right. getting Americano right. because that's where you can get decaf in this, at this, in this, at right. this moment in time in that place. Right. Then the other woman comes and served us earlier and she comes by, she goes, oh, are, are you being helped? I go, well, she's was going to get me decaf. I just need to refill my decaf. So she proceeds to turn around with my cup and goes to a coffee machine behind her, yeah. fills it up and says, here you go. Right. And then the other woman comes back with a cup of whatever she was doing and goes, oh, that's not decaf. Right. And she goes, no, it's only the Americano's decaf. Right. And I'm, and then the other woman doesn't say a word. I know. And, and I so... end up leaving that one and I come out, I go, I think I had a cup of calf. <laughs> right. But you still slept. Right, but, which so, is good. But this is, but that cup of coffee worried you, and that's yes. why you jostled me awake at five thirty in the morning. I thought your heart stopped. Right, you thought, <laughs> you thought. You thought he's been drinking caffeine all his life. He's reducing it a bit, but, but now, since he had that cup of coffee yesterday, his heart's probably gonna stop tonight. So then I, I, I you come over. I, and I you, gently, I gently touch your shoulder, and I go, and I, and I go, oh, I go, what, 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 and you go, oh. And you and you said, "Are you okay?" And I, I was like, and I, I was like, uh, I mean, I was okay. <laughs> but aren't you glad? That no, but then I go, no, hold on. And then I go, "Are you okay?" Because I figure getting woken up by you in the, when it's like still dark out is yeah. not a good sign. Like no. something's going on, right? Someone's in jail. Something exploded. Right. Whatever. Right. Right. And you go, "No, I'm fine." <laughs> and I'm like, and I sit up. I'm like, that doesn't seem fine. Sorry. And and you and then you walk off and I think about it for a minute and I go back to the bedroom and look at you when you're fast asleep. <laughs> sorry. Oh my god. Oh, sorry. All right. Well, anyway, I but, was, but I care. That was I, my night's sleep. I care about you. Yeah. I mean, my first thought was like, oh my god, if you're dead, who's gonna walk the dogs? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a lot of love. It really is. Sorry. All right. Well, well, you know what? That's what I wanted to talk about in this little segment. Okay. I said we had this article we want to talk about too, but you know, I don't have the energy to talk about that right now. Okay. But let's, but let's, we'll talk about it maybe later today or tomorrow. Okay. But anyway, 
accountable and listeners, by the time you hear this, it's just going to be a compilation of whatever we, whenever we record right. things this week of February 22nd through the 28th right. or something. Yeah. And we'll see how you guys like it. We'll get your feedback. Yep. All right. All right. We will talk to you later. later. Adios. Now Tuesday, mm-hmm. yes. February twenty third. Yeah, with our plan, we're back with our plan to do little segments when we have bursts of podcast energy throughout the week. <laughs> right. Do you feel like you have podcast energy right now? No. <laughs> but here we go. So, could I tell our countable listeners that yeah. I know that you're getting ready to pass out and go to sleep mm-hmm. because of what you're wearing. Yeah. What... Can you just describe the item that you're wearing? <laughs> well, on the bottom, I have on my plaid flannel uh, pajama pants. Pretty standard though. Standard. Other people have seen pajama pants, yes. but the upper part <laughs> is sort of a, a unique thing that you have on. What is it called? And describe it. It's my comfy. And yes. It's called... It... The comfy and it's yeah it says the comfy on it so it, it is the comfy now is this a thing mm. yeah you got it's this gift from your friend for your uh-huh. birthday for my birthday and i i think this friend listens to this podcast mm-hmm. at least semi-regularly i think so too so she probably will hear this i'm not taking this off ever <laughs> this is this is it so what does it feel like to wear the comfy it's like you're amazing yeah. You're you're just wrapped up in warmth and snuggles and just fleece. Right. It is so comfortable. And I'm, this is it. You know what it looks this like? I, I I've said a bunch of things it looks like. Yeah. It looks sort of like a bit like if you walked sideways with your arms out with a bunch of other friends and joined hands, it would be like the cover of Madeline. Right. Yes, because it's a little bit of a bell shape. Ends up being a little bit of a bell. Yes. Got a hood on if it. If Madeline were not in France, but in the Arctic tundra. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it has the fleece hoodie and everything. It yes. is. Yeah. Oh, it, it's really just luscious. Right. Or it, it looks like the stuff that they wear in the Star Wars movies when they're on the cold planets. Yes, exactly. And they're fighting. Right. Isn't there one? There, I think there's one where they're in a really the Empire Strikes Back for any Star Wars so. nerds out there. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of cold planets Here. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm I'm set. Like you, if you put the hood on, because there's a hood. Oh, there's a hood. You basically look like a Jedi. Yeah. Uh, exactly. <laughs> but a Jedi that's about to go to sleep. Right. Hey, <laughs> Jedi need to sleep. <laughs> yeah. It's, I would think Jedi's probably sleep well because they they can make their mind shut off. Jedi hey, mind trick. It's a long day yeah. to be a Jedi. Yeah. Anyway, you look very comfortable. I am. So hopefully we can get through this segment without you falling asleep. Maybe, no guarantees. Well, anyway, you and I saw an article in yesterday's, or maybe it was over the weekend in the New York Times, and it we thought it'd be interesting to talk about. Yeah. Because we were already starting to talk about it, and we said, well, let's, let's save mm-hmm. save our powder. Mm-hmm. Hold our powder? I don't know. That's a phrase, though. It is. You never hear it, hold your powder? Who would tell me hold my powder? Why would someone tell me a 1910 home? director <laughs> of a silent movie? I don't know, but I, I, I you no, haven't why? heard that? Like someone would be no. like, hey, I want to, and they can hold your powder, hold your powder. You haven't heard that? No, what are you talking about? Hold your powder. All right. Anyone out there, if you've ever heard anyone oh, in your no, life no. say, hold your powder as a way to say, kind of just hold on a second. <laughs> I feel like maybe I heard that. I've heard that in my life. Anyway. All right. But I'm here's the article. Okay. All righty. The New York Times article asks, is this the end of tipping? As in tipping at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Not cow tipping. Not cow tipping. <laughs> That's a different kind of tipping. Mm-hmm. Right. No, they're talking about tipping like service people at a restaurant or maybe other places. So I think it's worth reading a bit of this article because sure. it's super interesting and it yeah. got us really fired up. It did. All right. On a hot night last summer, 
Shelly Ortiz gulped down water, put on two masks, and tried to muster the excitement she used to feel heading into work at the clever koi. Like koi, like uh, fish? Asian, like, yeah, fish. koi fish, yeah. Okay. A hip ramen and cocktail spot in Phoenix, okay. Arizona. She loved the banter with coworkers and the regular customers whose orders she had memorized. During the pandemic, though, those joys had been subsumed by her anxiety about contracting the virus while still making ends meet. That night, toward the end of her shift, she was serving a man and his wife. As she was about to hand over their check, he asked if she could remove her masks so he could see, quote, if the bottom half of my face was as cute as the top. Ugh. Oy. Ugh. She refused. He declared angrily that he he declared angrily that he'd have to determine the tip by looking at her breasts instead. That is so disgusting. I feel like you could almost get arrested for that. No, absolutely. Isn't that like verbal? Yeah, verbal assault. I wonder if you can. It's. But anyway, that's that's awful. It's gross. But anyway, mm -hmm. um, she said, "I went to the back of the restaurant, called my girlfriend, and screamed for a good fifteen minutes." Miss Ortiz, who's twenty-five, said. During two enormous crises, a public health emergency and an economic crash, restaurant service workers have found themselves double exposed. Those who have been able to keep their jobs have felt compelled to keep working, though they know the risks of long hours surrounded by maskless customers. Many say their average tips have declined, which really surprises me. Very surprising, yeah. We can talk about that. Yeah. While they've been saddled with the added work of policing patrons, of policing patrons who aren't social distancing, or as one service worker put it, babysitting for the greater good. On top of this, women who make up more than two thirds of servers say they are facing what they're calling masculine harassment, like the word mask, right. masculine harassment, a term coined by the nonprofit organization One Fair Wage to describe demands that servers remove their masks in order to get tipped. That's so Can gross. you imagine? No. Few industries have been dealt as heavy of a financial blow during the pandemic as the restaurant business, which lost nearly half of its 10 million jobs last March and April. More than 100,000 restaurants across the country have gone out of business since last March. And while many states have reopened indoor dining to some degree, reservation numbers are still down. The economic challenges have raised existential questions. Could this crisis herald the end of tipping or a raise in the minimum wage for tipped workers? Depending on subjective gratuities has long been a fraught issue, but rarely has it had the safety consequences that it does now when workers are struggling to enforce public health compliance from the customers whose tips they depend on. Calls for reform have focused particularly on the 43 states that, has a, that have a sub-minimum wage for tipped workers who can make as little as $2.13 an hour. Um, I guess that's enough. Yeah. So, so I guess a <clears throat> couple of things. I don't know. What's your first, first thing you want to talk about around that first reaction? Well, I, I think I would have punched him. I would have punched I mean that is unheard of like right who does that second of all his wife is right there so is his wife just either his wife is totally submissive and can't say anything or can't do anything or two she doesn't really care or three she's all for it you know for him being really a jackass and the waitress i i would have gotten the manager i I would have said something to the customer, not so nice, very firmly. I definitely would have gotten my manager. I would said, I mean, I, I'm like in shock. Now, do you I'm think though, do you think though that it doesn't, she didn't say, they didn't know, they didn't say in the article what happened, like I know. I what know kind what of tip she got or, or, yeah, or like, if she, anything happened after that. It sounds, it sounds like she basically just kind of grinned and bared it and and then went and vented to her friend right but she should have she should have said something to her her man the right and we don't know yeah. what kind of management there is right. or what the environment is right. otherwise right but but also if she really is 
it's depending on her. She could feel pressure to just be like, I need to just smile and get the best tip I can get because I'm working and I need the money. So what's she gonna take off her mask? No, 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 no. I know. I, no, I, I don't. I don't think that. But but if if she still probably if she just kind of just pretended to laugh off what he said and walked to the back, she probably just from a tip perspective probably got under the circumstance of not doing what he said. Probably, I imagine she probably still got a tip and it was probably normal. I'm just guessing. Maybe. But but I don't know. But it's awful. It's awful. He wanted to see her boobs. Or he's just saying like, well, I he can see, expected well, I, her to lift up her shirt. No, 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 no. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think. Yeah, he did. He's gross. He's no, no, gross. I don't think that's what. I mean, it, it was gross anyway. Right. But I'm just saying, I don't think he was saying. I'm just, I'm just being <laughs> talking. My interpretation is not that he was that he or she thought he was saying lift your shirt up. I think he was just saying, well, I'll just have to look at your boobs then. Like you threw. I'm like, just saying, just threw this doesn't uniform. matter. This point doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. Either way, he was awful. Right. I, I'm just saying, but I don't think he was saying, hey, flash me your, your, boobs. your naked boobs. I don't think that's what he was saying. Hmm. Um, but anyway, no, he was just basically saying, it's almost... He, so why don't you look the, at my ass while I walk no, away? No, he, he was basically saying, I mean, well, I can see the top of your face, and I'm just going to ogle your boobs to see what kind of tip I'm going to give you, which is disgusting, so and gross. it's awful. Yes, it's terrible. Right. Um, so anyway, yeah, I agree. Terrible. And and what you'd want to do is drop kick that guy in the face. Absolutely. And, and um, that's the kind of guy you just want to like pinch him it's out of existence, gross. right? right. It's yeah. what you just want to go crushing like, your head and just actually crush his exactly. head and just be done with I it. I mean, we don't need you anymore. The right. world doesn't need you. Right. Flick. That's where you want. That's right. Flick, flick him off the planet. Flick. <laughs> just flick you off because whatever. Yeah. We, we got enough people in this world. We don't need you. If you're going to be like that. I agree. Or, you know. I agree. And also, it's it's also like, not only is it just sexual harassment, yeah. it's also like, hey, oh, you're worried about your health. I'm not. Right. And, and, and you're stupid to worry about it. Right. And even if, and even if you are like, I don't think I need a mask and mm -hmm. I'm not worried about it, mm -hmm. someone else is allowed to be worried about it. For sure. Without you chastising them. Right. Right. So, but now what do you think? I was surprised that it made the comment that tips are down. Because I feel I'm very surprised. I feel like I like freaking. Tip I think we more, tip. Uh, more. I mean, by the way, we tip, and plus we tip for everything now. Like right, like just someone takes your order. Like because I, I I tip when I go through the line at Common Bond and I'm getting, you know, pastries to go. I still and and all they're doing is like getting me the pastry and handing me the box. And I'm yeah. walking out the store. I still tip a good tip. Yeah. I mean, like. Today we were at Common Bond. It's a bakery. It's yeah. a bakery, and um, yeah, I'm gonna tip. A great bakery. It's a really great bakery. Yeah. And I tip really well. Yeah. Like we're actually before I'm like, well, if I'm just getting it to go, eh, I don't know, maybe. Now, so do you do you have in mind what's what's going on and and the pandemic when you're tipping? Yes, because, I mean, like at that moment you're thinking. Like if you're choosing between ten percent and fifteen percent and twenty yeah, percent, yeah. you're you're thinking about that. You're that's a factor in your head. Yeah, yeah, it is. I think so. It is because they, first of all, were shut down or probably didn't work as many, you know, employees as many hours as they normally did probably for the first few months. Yeah. Right. Because things were just really right like, this is what they're doing for a living you're sort of saying like a little bit of makeup right basically. exactly and we haven't paid as much to eat out because we didn't eat out for, for months, uh, months and months and months, months right so and we little, don't we still don't eat out as much as we used to and so um definitely right. tip them. but houston is pretty houston's houston, pretty pretty open right houston's now. restaurant industry can uh, yes there's stuff that closed yeah but considering what happened yeah we're pretty it it stayed there's definitely some losses yeah. but it's not like at a, on a grand scale. No, Mo not, I mean, pretty much you think to. about the places we like to go before all this, right? They're, they're still mostly there. still there. Yeah, they're still there. I can't. Yeah. Is there what's there's, like your favorite place that's not still there anymore? I don't know. Well, like that. Not that it was my favorite place. I only been to it twice, but I had only been to it recently and I really liked it. And I'm sad to see it go was um, Bernie's bus. A burger bus. bus. Yeah, it was delicious. That was in Bel Air. 
food was amazing. Oh, but that, but, but that was the one where he had just opened another location. He did. Yeah, so, it was, just, so it was kind of like, like bad timing. So that was almost like, like, it was what happened. It yes. was what happened. Right. Like suddenly no one can come eat here. Right. But, and, and, but it was also like, I was reading about that. Yeah. Also, he kind of said, we were running basically on, we had no, right. we had no extra cash. We basically, we, we had taken a big risk opening the other place, like, and we were going to grow into that, yeah. but it was just the worst timing ever. It's so sad. Yeah. That makes me sad. Yeah. But you think you could open up another burger place? I don't know. You would here. think, but yeah. there's one place, um, the pasta place right by Bel Air, which we don't really eat that much because I'm not huge into Italian food necessarily. And um, David ordered from there several times, antipastas. And that's gone? No, it's there, which I'm glad, but you know what? Oh my gosh, that food is amazing. That's oh, delicious. Okay. Just because, no, I know. <laughs> so, but, I don't know. That, how off topic was that? <laughs> Very, it's right. I know, that was so good. No, I mean, this isn't just name restaurants you like. Oh, well. We're, I, we were talking about uh, well, it's still there. tipping and we were talking about COVID. Well, I'm glad that are, it's still there. Is and, there any and, other restaurants you just want to say you really love? No, but when, when, I, when I picked up David's food, I tipped very well. <laughs> I did. I'm All right, like, focus, Nelly. Okay. Focus. I got my comfy on. All right, okay. Yeah, I think your your, your brain's getting comfortable. I know. All right, but anyway, okay. What, so gosh, what anyway, were you saying? Tipping, yeah, but no, I no. But we feel like I, I feel tip, like I, in fact we're tipping, and in restaurants, I think we probably tip the same as we did. I even tipped at Starbucks the other day, like on my app, which yeah. I never tip at Starbucks, but because it's ridiculously whatever. Well, I think now but also they they, I, they they. they they flash the tip option at you, and and there's a isn't there a little bit of like they're right there. Oh yeah, and they, and, and you're looking at a screen and like they know if your finger goes off to the left to nothing right. or to the middle. I mean, it, right. I'm sorry, it, it you know, right? They know, they know somehow, right? And, and there's a little bit of that. They're right there. Like like if there was a kiosk, like at Starbucks, right? Right. If you weren't tipping, a social experiment would be. Would, how much would tipping go by if there was a kiosk in the parking lot uh -huh. after the tipping kiosk? Right. There'd be like hardly any tipping. Well, that's like, since it's right there next to the server, yeah. you're like, okay. So the Starbucks app. So if you order, so I normally, I try to go to independent coffee shops, no doubt. But because of the pandemic, the one that I normally go to closes at two. So I don't get my afternoon, like if I'm going to go to work in the afternoon, I don't get coffee from there because they're closed. Yeah. I go to Starbucks. So I order on the app just so I can pick it up to go. So yeah. there's no sitting at Starbucks anyway. Yeah. So I pick it up to go. And so when you pay for it mm -hmm. on your app, it'll say tip available till like midnight tonight. So anytime that you pick yeah, it, they, yeah, they yeah, have yeah. a window of opportunity. You have a window of opportunity to tip. Yeah. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But lately I've, I've left a tip especially when I went in the other day and the guy knew exactly what I always get. Mm -hmm. He knew exactly what I'm getting. You know, yeah. he knew my order. He knew what it was. I'm like, all right, you're getting a tip. Right. You know, cause that's good customer service. Yeah. You know? So, so, so I would say we're surprised by this article saying that tips are down. Are down. Yeah. I, I guess, I don't know if that's us wide. I, I don't know, know if that's in certain cities. But I don't feel like where we are, it feels down. No. And I don't feel people, I, I I haven't heard stories here, but I don't know, mm -hmm. not that I would know. But, because um, honestly, I would say the vibe here in Houston is that I think I get the feeling that, at, I mean, where we go, different restaurants, mm -hmm. people seem, the workers seem pretty enthused. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. like they seem pretty positive and they're, right. they're excited. And I don't see people, I don't see the antagonism or, or tension going on between customers right. and and I workers too stop. much here no, and I, I and I certainly haven't heard any stories like this article no so so no, really... this is in Phoenix I guess I don't know maybe it's just depends on where you are I guess um because that guy's pretty awful that, in that Ooh, article so let me ask you this mm. there there seem to be saying would tipping they might consider just giving a more a better just regular right. wage to like waitresses and mm -hmm. and waiters mm -hmm. um and taking the tip out of the equation I bet is that, that would that actually even change anything though why why would that even why would that make it know. better for the server it, it wouldn't i bet they would so i still think they make more money to, with tips especially if you're serving say you're serving five tables in an hour yeah you know and you're i mean if it's a busy restaurant it's a busy restaurant if it's not you're not right but if you're 
Yes, you're, if you're if you're a server in a in a busy good restaurant, you don't want you, an you hourly, can, You make yeah. good money. It's terrible hard work. It is. You're on, but, but you don't but, want fifteen dollars an hour salary and, and then just say no tips and no tips. Yeah, no. Get now, those tips. Now, when you were in Europe, did you experience that we don't tip for the most part? Yeah, because everything was like price. Like no, I, I found that weird. In fact, there's yeah. places where if you try yeah. to tip, they're like no, 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 yeah, yeah, like yeah. Uh, was, you know. Yeah, but some people would take a tip. They'd be like, sure. Yeah, but everything um, was like fixed menu or something like that right. or some, some, yeah but i don't think that i don't think however the pay of the servers is structured mm -hmm. solves the problem of a, an a-hole coming in no, and, and and sexually harassing a server right <laughs> to be honest no, she i mean like the it, there doesn't have to be food and money changing hands for that guy to be a jerk right and you know he what I mean? If he's doing that there, then he's he's probably making comments. That's how he is. He's probably making comments to Every. women, to people at the all grocery over. store. He's probably making yeah. comments all over the place. Right. Um, whether whether somebody is doing service for him or not, or serving food or not. I don't I don't That's think I don't think that I don't really I guess what I'm saying is I don't really buy into this article or the industry saying we better change the pay structure so that servers aren't harassed. Right. I think if someone's coming in and they're willing to harass a server, I don't think it matters what the pay, how they're getting paid right. or whether there's a tip they're going to put on the check or not. Right. Cause you're still in a position where you're asked, you're, you're kind of like I'm the customer and you're whatever. Yeah. Cause people, people that sort of get a power trip about being the customer and not, you know, mm -hmm. to go overboard with mm -hmm. it. I don't, I don't think it matters whether a tip is involved or not. Right. Cause you see people do that in mm -hmm. other stores as well. Sometimes. Yeah. Oh, right. jerk. Just a jerk. Just I think that's jerk. the summary. That guy was a jerk. He's and a if jerk. there's a lot of people doing that to servers, shame on them. Absolutely. And tip your wait staff. Definitely as, as, as they say at the comedy club, uh, <laughs> they working hard tonight. Tip your wait staff. Exactly. I agree. All right. All right, I'm going to bed. I think it's bedtime. I'm going to bed. All right, that's our <laughs> second segment of our week of podcasting. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you later. Adios. And we're back on Sunday. Our regular day. To mm. just do like one last push yep. on this week-long podcast it's been a long week fest although we only did it two other times so that just shows how it's been a long week it shows that either shows that the concept of doing it in pieces throughout the week Sucks. isn't going to work <laughs> or it just shows that that's the only way it will work what do you think oh i don't know jury's still out and i have the worst headache so i, don't, I can't tell i can't say i need my sunglasses on <laughs> okay well um so one one funny thing mm -hmm. that we just saw was on SNL they had a skit about that the, the uh, wife or girlfriend is at home the, the 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 boyfriend or husband is leaving and says what are you going to do tonight while I'm out and she's like oh I'll just do some work and stuff and then they do this song about how she's going to watch murder shows all night and fold laundry right and eat pizza but it's just like and that's a hundred percent accurate. Yeah. So like, I guess my question for you, mm -hmm. obviously you watch a lot of shows about murders and missing, <laughs> missing people. Yes. And let's just stick on that. Okay. And obviously if SNL is doing a skit on it, mm -hmm. it's super popular. Mm -hmm. And so do a lot of your friends like the same or a lot of people, you know, like the same? Yeah. So, uh, well, one of my good friends, is the same but since i'm on a couple of facebook pages on the murder podcasts and stuff i feel like i have like a hundred thousand friends that are the same even though i have no idea who these people are yeah um, so there's some little bit of bonding over that you know um but but you'd have to say with so it, and also i guess by all these groups you're on mm -hmm. SNL mock mocking it, I guess. Mm -hmm. They're probably on it too. Oh yeah, obviously. And <laughs> right. obviously those are younger people. So it must span. Yeah. So, but it, I'm uh, not to stereotype here, but it does seem like, I know like, look, I've been interested in some of them. Like mm -hmm. I watched making of a murder, but I don't think I'm as into watching it as much as you are. Right. Would you say it's more women are interested than yeah. men? So it's, so it's mostly females. 
uh, overwhelmingly females. And it's funny because there's some uh, men on the Facebook page and um, some of them are, you know, in the LGBT community and the few that are like heterosexual males. It's so funny because we all tease them. Like, you know, they're always like, we're one of the three heterosexual males on this this (laughs) hundred thousand first and it's just kind of it's kind of funny so yes it's overwhelmingly women and uh very few males no matter what side so why what side you're on few few males but some males and why do you think any theories on why do you think that is i don't know i I honestly i think that females are definitely more aware of um their surroundings maybe or just the, the a, a little bit of fear of being uh, attacked, murdered, killed, raped, <laughs> gone, go missing. Ooh, do you think it's so? So do so you think, think? Do you think it's that? I never, yeah. I never really heard that second point. So do you think I could see that? That's what I think. I, I could see in general that. Like, what would you a, do in that a situation? female in general? Again, everyone's different, but I would right. say percentage-wise, probably as a female, you probably have to have to to be healthy and safe out there, you probably have to be more aware that, hey, there's more chance, like there's a chance that someone might want to attack me. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yes. not that men don't get attacked, but I would say females, I, I don't know the stats, but it just seems like, right. I, maybe when, you, when I've seen the stats, you know, more ab- abuse or attacks, whatever yeah. happened to females. Right. So, so do you think that's kind of I think subconsciously, yes. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't get the sense that when you're watching these, that you're, you're like worried about your safety while you're watching it or that or that it's causing you stress it seems like no. you enjoy watching it and it relax like kind of like this snl skit right they're chilling out totally. they're enjoying it they're like oh i'm gonna he, right. he's out right. i can watch a murder show all right. night he's, he's not gonna make me change the channel or he's right. not gonna make fun of me right or he's not gonna whatever he's oh, not yeah. gonna interrupt me the it, moment you leave the house i'm like oh good <laughs> right right so, so but, but do you think that theory do you think maybe subconsciously it's a bit of like what, 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 I guess why would watching, because a lot of the shows, the per, honestly, the person, the woman, it's often a woman victim, they have been murdered, or they have yeah. been attacked, or they are missing. So how does that, how does that make, subconsciously, how would that make you feel more? Well, I think, I think, so one of the podcasts, one of the first few, first murder podcasts, or, or missing per, crime podcasts, I've listened to, I mean, literally, like, one of their first few episodes uh, was, um, if I ever go missing sheet, which is kind of funny, you know, everybody kind of jokes about that, but that's true. Like if I go missing, these are my passwords or these are my possible passwords. Know that I would never, um, turn off my location on my phone. Know that I would never turn off, you know? So, so part of me is like, even with my phone, even though we're being tracked to death, I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm leaving my location on because if I'm going to go out running or biking or swimming by myself, by chance, uh, if I don't come back, you need to come find me. And this is how you're going to find me. Cause you can log onto my Garmin site. You can log onto my connect. You know that I'm going to be at the lake. This is where I'm at. But have you done that? I don't think you've done that. Yeah, I have done that. Oh, oh, no, but, no, no, but, but, you, but you haven't given me knowledge of how to log into your Garmin site or I've given it to the boys. You have? Yes. I've given it to the boys. Well, you emailed it to them or something? Well, yeah, because if you're gone, like when you've been gone, like yeah. on a trip or something, yeah, yeah. and I will tell the boys, I'm going to the lake. This is where I'm at. This is how, and they're yeah, always yeah. like, okay, okay. I've always told them. Yeah. No, no, no. But I thought you were saying like, no, this, I, I, this is like a, a list, like saying, here's my login to this. Here's my login to that. I, I, have, have, I have it. <laughs> I haven't given it but, but, you. You, but, but I, I know, I, given it I know that I travel. Given it I, know that I, I know that I've traveled sometimes, but you, you don't, you show. don't want me to be involved with looking uh, if you go missing while I'm here. Honestly, I'll tell you what, I'm not so sure you would know exactly what to do because you're not so good at those situations. I think maybe at the times you've gone missing. Yes. You I, have proof of this? Because I, I don't think you've I, gone missing more than I, I more think, than zero times since I, I we've think, been together. I think my 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 confidence is a little bit more in like uh But you don't want me to even try. No, I do want you to try. <laughs> I what would you do? What would you uh, do? You don't think I could log into sites and uh, what if But oh, okay, I'm, so what what if I went I log wait, into your wait, phone wait. and I see texts from like uh <laughs> Umberto right. and he says and he says, "Are we still running tomorrow over at Lake Wobegon?" Right. And I'll be like, "And I'll be like, huh? 
<laughs> she, I, said, I said, I'm not real observant, but I have never heard of her going to Lake Wobegon. With Umberto. And I don't think Umberto is one of her boyfriends, <laughs> even yeah. one of her fake boyfriends. Right. So I'm thinking that's fishy. I'm going to go to Lake Wobegon. Or no, I was, was going to give that to the cops or something. Okay. And and look and bold. Okay, so I'm telling you, give me the list. You don't have the list. So let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. I will tell you. Don't ever let the cops tell you. Oh, she's an adult. She knows what she's doing. We'll look for her in 72 hours. That's not the case anymore. You know I'm missing. You well, especially you, if you give you, me the list that right. tells me what. If it says right. I would never do this, I would never right. do that. Right. You demand it because some people are some some districts cop are saying no 72 hours i know that's, i've seen that in movies yeah and, and that's stuff, not the yeah. case yeah now i think it's a 24-hour deal and and actually i think wait 20, 20 you have to be missing for 24 hours technically if you're an adult right but even that if you are persistent and show them a list and let them know or show them an email then yeah. it's automatically don't sit on it i mean that's the whole thing don't sit on it so i think that's <laughs> part of it and i think i i think Rest assured, if you know, if it's even like eleven thirty at night and haven't heard from you, I'm not going to be just like, oh well. <laughs> I don't know. You might be. I'm not so sure. Really? I don't know. Yeah. Are you I sure? I'm not hundred percent sure, but I'm not hundred percent sure. I will look for you. Okay, good. I mean, just know that I would never want How to. Could, leave. What do I need to do to gain your confidence that I would look for you? I don't know. <laughs> I just won't show up and just see what happens. I will look for you, Mel. So. Why don't you give me the same information as the boys? Just try me. Okay, I It will. doesn't cost anything. <laughs> it doesn't. It's no. free. It's free. You might as well. I know. I mean. So that, so that, I think that's why. And I think too, just the missing. So missing people, it's across the board, male or female missing. And it's across the board, young and old. Is it, is, so younger. do you think that it's, kind of freaks do you out, think, actually. do you, so do you think the appeal is that it's like you you want to see them find out why and what and where yes because you just want to like you don't because maybe that makes you feel in the spectrum of the awful thing that happened and the what could happen after that at least you want justice and you don't want that person to attack. maybe is that what it is you want to find out who it was so that they're not it's one less person that would attack someone else is that kind of maybe subconsciously what's going on yeah i think that i think um yeah, I mean, you want, I mean, it's, yeah, you want those people off okay. and caught and out because there's some really bad, bad people out there. And I think that I just want to be safe. You know, I, I definitely am a, more aware of my surroundings. I definitely, I don't carry a big old purse. I don't leave my purse. I don't carry any of that stuff. You know, yeah. there's certain things when I go on a bike ride, I have my ID on me. I have an ID bracelet on me, I, you know, just certain things that you, Right, but, up, but, that, but we're talking about why you spend hours and hours watching shows about people know, that, that didn't have their ID bracelet. No, I know. <laughs> I don't know because it's weird. You know, it's like, why? Like, what happened? Like, especially yeah. the people who've gone missing. It's like, what? Yeah. You know, how did... So, anyway. All right. All right. Well, Countable listeners, if any, of you, really if any of you are also... Yeah. First off, watch the SNL. Skip. It was from last night. Last night. February 27th. Know, yeah. It's fast forward to it's, it just it's the pretty murder or, skit. it's just pretty the murder skit or just find yeah murder show murder skit from SNL. SNL yeah super funny if you're if some you or a loved one are really into watching murder shows so if you're out there and you like watching murder sh shows and missing people shows as much as Mel then maybe write Mel or me on Facebook and tell us tell why me, yeah tell us why tell us let why? me know what your favorite one is or like and the just, case that and you're just, like and why why do you like, think like the case that's why do you think being... people like watching that mm -hmm. right yeah yeah right. for sure um okay then another thing you did recently it's mm -hmm. all about you Mel oh um, exciting you went sometime this week I think we meant to talk about it that night but again we were too sleepy so tired um is uh you did cryogenic cryotherapy Okay, so cryotherapy, which was what again? It's an ice chamber, basically. It's like it's like putting yourself into a cylindrical chamber of like steamed dry ice. Okay, so walk us through. Walk us through. You you go to a place. It's called cryotherapy place. Sure. I mean, it, that's not the technical. But that's name, like but the, it's a cryo the, place. Yeah. Okay, and and yeah. so you go there, and then what are the steps? What happens? You go there, and what happens? 
So you go in there, you sign your name, you register, do a little intake, you know, two, two second intake. Of do they check like the, your blood pressure? Or yeah. They, they make they sure, want to make sure, make that, sure that you can withstand whatever's about right. to happen. Yeah. Okay. Basically. All and right. then um, they put you in a little dressing room and you can either wear shorts and a sports bra, uh, nothing, a towel uh, on, but really get down to the bare basics. Okay. And they give you a pair of socks and they give you a pair of gloves and um, slippers and you walk out with your slippers. They open up the chamber. It's literally like a cylindrical chamber. They open it up and uh, you take off your slippers and you go in with just socks and gloves. I had on a towel because mm -hmm. I didn't know how cold, you know, I just didn't know what but it was. But you could just like. go, you could, go, you could go in your birthday suit. You can go in your birthday suit. Is it, So was it, I'm assuming it was women running women doing it yeah it was a woman yeah so are there also men that were waiting online and there's like a chamber where they're going in there was no men i mean there was there was no one before or after us in the chamber is thing. this also something women are doing and men aren't doing it sounds like men would do this no because men were do uh, i saw a guy sitting in with the compression um boots on and yeah. another guy getting whatever else okay all right so, okay yeah, so you so go in with a towel then what happens and it's i believe negative 150 degrees Wow. And you go in and she puts the little like. Wait, what's a negative 150 degrees? The chamber. So you get in and it's a negative, like immediately you're feeling a negative so she, 150 she, degrees? Right. So you, she opens up the door, you go in, you stand up, she puts the top over you and it's just a whole top. So your head's sticking out. Oh, your so head's sticking out the top of the chamber? Yeah. Like, like it's almost like an old timey 1930s robot. Yes. Right. Like you're, like you're in. Like, like the it, iron long but like right it's like it's like you're it's like you're inside a water heater and your head's popping out the top. exactly that's exactly what it looks like <laughs> okay <laughs> and, and so literally your head is not in the in the cold temperature how many ways do you want me to describe you i didn't know well, i just pictured there. like your whole body's in the, in no, the chamber you're standing up so neck down <laughs> so she's just seeing your head She's seeing my head. So it's like Futurama. Oh my God. It's totally like Futurama. Like okay. it's just the head. Okay. I think like people have a visual. Richard now. Nixon's head. Exactly. I'm okay. Richard Nixon. My head is sticking out. So your out. head's on a platter oh and you're God. talking to her. Okay. Got it. And so she says, okay, you ready? And I go, yeah. And she goes, okay. And she pushes the button and it's like. And there's gas on you. Is it and gas? It's not gas. It's air. It's cold air. It's cold. cold air is gas. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. <laughs> You're an engineer and I'm an artist. You know, there's solid liquid and gas. I know there's solid liquid so and gas. Breathe, I got that far. What we breathe is gas. I, okay, I got okay. that far. So, okay. so, okay, so gas shoots good. on you. Fine, gas shoots on is me. Is it like all over? Like every every part of your, like feet, knees? Everything. everything. Tush, back, everything. everything. Everywhere you're getting jets on you. Yes, you're getting like gas, ice on you or whatever wow. it is. Okay. And, and she's talking to you. She talks to you. So, so distracting. Now, yeah. do you think, does it hurt? um excuse me it starts to kind of sting like that burn sting a little bit but it wasn't as bad as i thought which is so bizarre to say that because i hate the cold but it you can feel it though definitely you can feel it and she's talking to you and then like about 45 seconds in or 35 whatever she goes okay turn and then you turn for so your head turn. your head just turns <laughs> she just sees your head your body turn. turns your body turns and then she she wants you to turn again, so you do almost like a three quarter three. Because and the jet, so that so that you're getting coverage guess, of all coverage, your whatever. Everything. Yeah, and then she'll she'll count down. She'll go okay, 45, 45 more seconds, thirty more seconds, mm -hmm. fifteen, and then done. And so. And then you then the chamber opens. Amazing. And so. Amazing. Is it immediately? So the second she says done, you're in the chamber, but then the the gas stops, stops. and and then you're just you feel like you have new legs, like really? a new body. It's amazing. So what aches and pains are gone? Completely gone. And so, and actually, so my running partner, uh, I told her about it. She was leery about it too. And she went uh, day before yesterday and she actually did. So my neighbor, our neighbor treated me to this cryotherapy and I totally appreciate that. It was very sweet of her to treat me to it. And so my running partner went and for five bucks more, you get the pant boot compressions. Mm -hmm. So now 
me and my writing partner, we're going to go and get cryo and then the boot compressions. Are the boot compressions also temperature thing or it's just like, it's just super squeezy. It's super squeezy, super squeezy. <laughs> what else is going on there? It sounds like it's like a, it sounds like a medieval else. castle. I know. I don't know what else. I, have to, <laughs> I, know. I have to look. Do they have people just hanging from the wall? They're stretching them out. I'm sure they do. <laughs> I'm sure they have the upside down table thing, you yeah. know, where you you know lay on the table and it flips you upside down yeah. and you like a mel brooks film yeah there's a exactly. guy just hanging on the wall hey what's hey, up? right so <laughs> but my legs oh my gosh and, and did they feel the next day do you feel and the next day they felt better and what about like right how... now they're a little bit i'm still a little achy but 24 hours was amazing it really was i felt like i had new legs i didn't feel any pain in my legs got it it was pretty it was pretty cool Got so it. okay i suggest uh anybody who's got it's called cryotherapy cryotherapy got it and it's you know yeah cities okay are probably all over the cities wow you do know? you think it's um some percentage what percentage would you say it's psychosomatic meaning like you know you did it so it makes you feel better or do you think it's actually just physically just making you do you feel better no matter what you think about it no it it Totally. second one yeah the second one definitely made you feel better okay yeah, yeah for sure wow yeah i'm so surprised you did that because i hate the cold you like not negative you like a hunt you like plus 100 i, I, do. <laughs> I do right like if it's, if it's if, if it's less than plus 100 you're yeah. like eh, it's cold yeah eh. yeah but I, I don't know i think i just i i feel right. like i needed it so badly right you know and our nice neighbor treated you too she sure did yeah so, so kudos sweet. to our nice neighbor if she listens to this i have no idea i don't know if she does um all right well one more thing since we are melanie will read the newspaper we should probably read something from the newspaper i guess so yes new york <laughs> so, times so today in the new york times there's an article again everything it seems like 92 percent of the articles are covid related yeah this is covid related yeah all right. The headline says Olympians enter a risky new event, line jumping. And uh, you know what? When you read that uh, headline to me, I was literally picturing Olympians. A new event? <laughs> <laughs> like, so. Olympians jumping over line. <laughs> like, uh, like jumping rope? Yes, I did. Like they were doing like oh Olympic God. level hopscotch. I did. I'm like, oh my yes. God, my brain. I did. Well, there are, uh, but there are, to be I fair, know, to did. be fair in the summer. I'm no, like line jumping. It's like line dancing. Is it like. So to be uh, fair, there is a, you know, there is an Olympic. Oh in, my God. Now in the winter in Olympics, they do have an event with the word jumping in it, ski jumping. I know. So it I does kind of sound like. I did. Yeah. I just pictured, I just pictured them doing, what is the limbo? Like limbo, limboing. So it's like it's line, called limbo, right? Limbo. <laughs> oh Are you okay? No. I think that cry. <laughs> you sure your head was outside the chamber? It was. Okay. Okay. Oh my god. But no, it's not a new Olympic event. This it's a little tongue in cheek. No, uh, wink, wink. Yes. Apparently. Okay. Okay. All right, you ready? Mm -hmm, ready. Olympians enter a risky new event: line jumping. And here's what it says. In the ongoing calculus of how to distribute limited supplies of the coronavirus vaccine, the broad global consensus often starts with a few groups, doctors and nurses, the ill and the aging, frontline workers and teachers. At no point typically would elite athletes, a nation's finest synchronized swimmers and high divers, its fastest sprinters and race walkers, its top gymnasts and badminton players factor into the early discussion. And yet, that is precisely the debate happening around the world in the final months before this summer's Tokyo Olympics. I can't believe it's happening. I can't. I, that's a whole other thing, whether right. it should be happening at all. I mean, just delay it more, I think. Yeah. Just a bit more. So but anyway, it seems like it's happening. It is not just a question of bioethics. The way individual governments proceed on vaccinations over the next few months could determine whether the Olympics unfold as a cathartic mass celebration of international sports or a month-long global super spreader event. In any other year, professional athletes, young, healthy, and obviously very fit, would be ushered to the back of the vaccination line. This year, though, with the Olympic Games to open in Japan, where rising case counts early this year forced many of the country's largest cities into a state of emergency last month, 
the question has become rather more vexing. A growing number of countries, a group as diverse as India, Hungary, and Israel, have announced that they will push their Olympians to the front of their vaccination lines. Mexico's president this month placed his country's athletes in a priority group alongside medical workers and teachers. Lithuania has moved even faster. It began administering vaccine shots to its Olympians weeks ago. For many countries, the early vaccinations are merely, merely an effort to avoid both untimely cases and interruptions in precious training time. Neither Japanese organizers nor the International Olympic Committee will require proof of vaccination or quarantine periods for anyone attending or competing in the games, though there will be regular testing for athletes, coaches, journalists, and officials while they're in Japan. Other national Olympic committees out of a sense of moral duty or just the fear of public backlash have said publicly that they will not ask for preferential treatment and vaccinations, no matter how much they may privately want their athletes to get them. Quote, I certainly don't think there's any reason why athletes should be given special treatment, said Evan Dunphy, an elite race walker from Canada, a country where Olympians so far do not have vaccine priority. Yet even ethics experts are split on the priority or are split on the propriety and the global health consequences of Olympic line jumping. And here's the last part I'll read when we talk about it. Quote, athletes are essential workers, says Arthur Kaplan, a professor of medical ethics at the NYU School of Medicine, echoing a view expressed in recent weeks by the governments of Denmark, Serbia, and the Philippines, who have all said they will usher prospective Olympians toward the front of the vaccination line. Kaplan said that while the focus of the pandemic had rightly been on the physical consequences of the deadly virus, not enough attention was being paid to the psychosocial side effects of widespread lockdowns. He said sports in that regard provided a healthy distraction. So, and he says, maybe we should do what we need to do to make it possible for them to entertain us, to help us bear up under tough isolation circumstances. So anyway, it's huh. what's what do you think is ethically right? Uh, it's like- Like we were talking about my dad. Right, so there's not- like, Has having trouble getting, getting online. He, like right. he, even though he's in these groups that are allowed, Right. Are in the priority groups, um, it's quite a, uh, it's been quite a uh, problem for him to just find a slot and he hasn't, I don't think he's gotten a slot yet. He probably will, but it's taking like a tremendous amount of looking literally all over Pennsylvania, New Jersey to calling, trying yeah. everything like, um, and yet if you're a badminton player, right? should you be, should you just be ushered in to get it? Um, real quick, so are they, so they're not going to isolate, they're not going to require, they're not going to isolate. They said they're not requiring any kind of quarantines or anything. They said people, right. they're going to test a lot probably. They're going to test. But I, I, I bet what's going to happen is some athletes are going to show up and they're going to test positive mm -hmm. and then they're going to probably miss participating. Mm -hmm. But anyway, that's like a different thing, I guess. Mm -hmm. They probably should be quarantining. Mm -hmm. I watched the uh, Australian so Open tennis, and right, tennis right. and they, they basically had every everyone that was going to participate had to show up more than two weeks before the yeah. event. And basically, yeah. if they tested positive or somebody tested positive, they basically just had a quarantine just to like, and they, and they did were able to run the event. Right. And they even had fans for most of it. But this is so much bigger. Yeah. Oh, this is, is this like is everyone from, this is yeah. one of their 180, 200 countries. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know how many like countries participate in the Olympics, maybe 150. Yeah. So what do you think? Oh, that's such a, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. I guess the goal is for everybody to be either vaccinated or have antibodies and achieve herd immunity. So each person that gets it helps everyone incrementally anyway, right. in, some, in some little bit. And again, like, I think certain, I, I think, I think there was good intentions to say older people get get it first, but again, older people are not say. This, I don't know. It's not nice to say, but like my mom doesn't need to be out out and about shopping every day or going to the grocery store every day. She just doesn't, you know. But someone like our, you know, say like our seventeen year old son who's delivering pizza every day. You know what I right. mean? Like he's in contact 
with more of the public. Like it would actually, like if everyone, if, if they actually like, right, you'd say if he's vaccinated or if, or if he's has antibodies, right. that's actually more beneficial to the public because if he doesn't, he, he would possibly he, be spreading it more so than someone that's sitting still in their house. Right. You know, that's true. Uh, you know, grocery store workers, you know, people who are working in the grocery stores or the gas stations or whatever are in contact with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people on a daily basis of all kinds. And you just think about the thousands of people that go into the grocery store and those those cashiers and stock, yeah. stock people are in that store for eight hours. So they're like, they, you know, they're they should a, be vaccinated. They should be vaccinated. Or, 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 or antibody or, antibody or whatever, or whatever or, right? Or prove they had it or something. Yes. Or, no matter what their age is, whether they're 17 right, because, or Because or they're an avenue for spread. That's right. a good point. So, 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 so I guess to me, I'm like, they should be obviously teachers because they're in front of the classroom every day and in front of kids every day, even though the classrooms are like maybe size of yeah. 10, but they're in a building for hours at a time and with kids and, and right. anyway. Whereas get, I'm seeing you're, the same four or five people every day, right. maybe, and then a couple more here and there. Right. I yeah. mean, like you and I haven't, even though like- Well, you I'll, go coach. I go swim, coach. So you're swimming. one of these people. You should get- Maybe, but I I mean, yeah, I see the same- It's the same thing. I mean, you, you're, go, you're going to coach I'm going a to team coach. a lot of people yeah. if you're, if you're going to- well, yeah. I, I guess so. So certain things like that, I, I think in that sense, I think the, I had no good intentions of like clearly vaccinate the older first because the immune system and they probably have more underlying complications and all that stuff. But honestly, if they're at home, you know, maybe yeah. anyway. Um, so athletes, it, it would be nice to get back to some sort of normalcy. It's, you know, I think what was it? World War II where their movies were showing movies and movies and yeah, movies yeah, just yeah. because it's like a normal thing an escape from reality. So this is an escape from reality to see swimmers or gymnasts or um, whatever, just being in a normal, healthy situation. Um, yeah, I think if I they're having know. the, yeah, I think I think I if think, they've decided to have the I Olympics- Then they should be vaccinated. Right, then I if, guess they should be vaccinated. Right. If it's gonna go on as planned, then they need to take all the precautions for the event to go- Agreed. Successfully and safely. I agree. And, that, and that's, I agree. Yeah. I mean, there could have been a decision to not have it. Right. But I guess if you're going to have it, it needs to you be gonna done. have 200 countries come together right. and vaccinate it, as much as you can. Right. Then it needs that's to be, what I think. Right. So let me ask you just more of a lighter question mm -hmm. about it. Yeah. How much do you like watching the Summer Olympics? Oh, it's the best. So what, I love what's it. your like, is there some event this, in the Summer Olympics? Yeah, like the swim, I mean, the swimming for oh, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. the swimming and the gymna gymnastics and all Michael that. Phelps doesn't swim anymore, does no, he? No, he's retired. Who's... I don't even know if you know anymore. Who's the yeah. next stud? Well, uh, is that Ledecky still swimming? Yeah, she. I think she just retired. Okay. I think she, she, she just like retired. Yeah, she time. was amazing. Like on the in the hundred, I mean the eight hundred and stuff like that. Yeah, she's amazing. Uh, Simone Manuel, who's here in town, she's fantastic. Yeah. And but swimming um, is your favorite thing to watch. Mm -hmm. And there's Dressler, Dressler, and I like that, and I like gymnastics. Oh, watch. gymnastics. Yeah. Yeah. That's really neat. Too. I like some of the track and field too. Yeah. Not so much the sprints because it's like, it's kind of cool that they're it's so like fast, but it's four, minutes, four seconds. It's a lot of build up and basically, you know, they're down in 10 seconds. But I like sort of like the watching of the mile or something and you're just yeah. picturing like, oh, yeah. holy cow, they're doing a mile in less than four minutes. I and know. like, like, can you imagine you do a mile less four minutes and you come in last in a race? I know. I know. <laughs> Uh, oh my gosh they would lap me three times but that's pretty soon the olympics I know. yeah so i guess vaccinate if it's gonna happen yeah you know get them vaccinate the badminton players hey i don't know yeah right but i think you know johnson and johnson just got approved i think and it you think this is more vaccinations going there around there will be and i think to, and and it doesn't have to be refrigerated Right. So it's, and it's one dose. I think like, I think like we were saying, we were saying this yesterday. I, I think that not too far down the road, it's going to become like the flu shot. It's just going to be a, a there. Right. And it's going to be like, literally, if I happen to, we'll be, go to a supermarket or something and they'll be like, we're giving vaccinations today. Right. I think it's going to get to that sometime right. this year. It's just around. Right. All right. So anything else you want to say today to our count listeners? No, I think, I think we've said a lot this week. And we have to see, so they're going to hear what we said today and then sometime Monday and sometime mm -hmm. other day. I know. All right, Cowboys, let us know what you thought about this cobbled together thing. <laughs> but anyway, thanks for listening and we will see you 
next time. You want to say anything? Bye. Bye. I'm forever blowing bubbles, pretty bubbles in the air. They fly so high, nearly reach the sky. Then, like my dreams, they fade and die. Fortune's always hiding. I look I'm forever blowing bubbles, pretty bubbles.